You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Podcasting from beautiful East Tennessee and brought to you by BRV Studios, this is Have You Heard, our show that brings up random news and crazy events and a lot of other topics you've probably never heard of. For instance, have you heard about the guy who blacked out in an Uber and ended up with a $1,600 bill? Or how you can actually help the police by getting hammered? What about the man on a crime spree in the search for the good water? We cover this and a whole lot more. Here's episode 37 from the Big Red Van. All right, here we are, everybody. Episode thirty-seven, HYH. Yo, yo. How's how, it going? How do, you, how do you say that? Yo, not yo. Oh, 37. are you talking about in yes, thirty-seven? There you go. Thirty-seven. That's what I was looking for. We are sitting here with Reese and Garrett of Decent at Best. I tell you, the first time I listened to one of your episodes, I knew this day would happen. <laughs> I just knew that we were friends of a friend and that we would get together somehow. So finally, so welcome, fellas. You're a prophet. You Thanks hopped in our DMs. Just slid on <laughs> in. And... Actually, that was Hayden's good slide. Yeah, we swiped right. <laughs> yeah. We did an episode on Tinder and we're like, we need somebody younger that maybe can explain this shit oh, to us. So Perfect. Neither of us have had yeah. Tinder. <laughs> right. Oh. All, right. All right. Put a so, pin in that. No, why is it? <laughs> on one of your, I think it was your most recent episode, there was a controversy about something with space jam and a rabbit mm. okay so i do believe you said that you wanted to bang lola rabbit lola Ra- well i called her uh jessica, jessica rabbit, rabbit but it's lola bunny uh, lola bunny That's and her name, yeah. jessica rabbit have you, do you know who Jessica Rabbit Jessica is? Jessica Rabbit is from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, who's and also... You would bang her, bang, too. Yeah. <laughs> if I could do, like, a menage a trois of yeah. all, all of us, I would love that. Okay. I love this hentai podcast we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, because it's a rabbit hole. No pun intended. Oh, oh, very good. See, very good. see how that happens. But anyway, uh, here we are. We've got lists. You guys brought something. You understand rule one of being mm-hmm. guests here, that you bring one. True. So we appreciate that. You're going to play along. I figure before we get started, we've got to do a Lamar Chambers update oh yeah okay i wish we had a like a breaking news button we don't <laughs> we just <laughs> where's your shit at? i've got a turtle head poking in perfect <clears throat> lamar last time we spoke about him he was on day 37 yep okay we recorded that episode on the 26th Two days later, on the 28th, I saw an article come out that basically said everything that we said, okay? And then three days later, an article comes out that says there was a court order that no more publications can be made about Lamar's update and his status. Like, it's gotten to be such like a firestorm and a thing. I told you that people were taking bets on this. Police were (laughs) tweeting out hashtag poo watch updates on Lamar during this whole thing. I had no idea about this until now. (laughs) And because of that, a court order, like a judge said, no more. Nobody, no more attention. This This kid's probably doing this for more and more attention, and he's going to die. We'll (laughs) never get to know the ending then? Apparently not. That's sad. Unless there's some kind of leak. There's leaks everywhere. There's there's only two outcomes to this. Outcome one, it's just explosive and violent right the other one is where just it never comes out and he's actually just like impacted all the way up to his esophagus and and, gonna die and gonna die because that more and more doctors are coming out and saying because now there's more articles about it newsweek Mm. big time magazine did an article i I read an article about a lady that died that way 
That's what happened. When after her autopsy, she... I'm not shitting. I don't care what you say. <laughs> she was pooed to her esophagus. Oh all, all the way back to her stomach. Clogged. Because yeah, she just held it in. That's what this guy's... This doctor is saying is the most likely thing that's going to happen to Chambers. Either that, one of... Either that he's going to die. He's going to not be able to control his bowels ever again. Or he's not ever going to be able to shit again. Oh like, one of those three things is going to happen. None of which I want to sign up yeah. for. What a terrible fate for any of those. But I am he's on, not going to get that extra drug, drug charge. I'm That's on true. the side that, <laughs> that is true. whatever he swallowed is aiding his not shitting. So you know how like some amphetamines make you not go to the bathroom or whatever. Or the opposite. It's, I think it's opioids that keep you from okay, shitting. Okay, opioids, yes. Here, amphetamines make it come out. Shows my knowledge <laughs> of the situation, right? So some of those drugs... Drugs maybe uh you know accelerate the whole thing that he can't shit. I'm I hope it's the side where it, it's the drugs that do make you want to shit, and that way this has become ten times harder and no one even realizes oh, yeah. it. And it's that greater <laughs> yeah. feat. That's why that why whenever he dies and they do the autopsy and they find out they're like, dear God, he's so impressive. <laughs> Could you imagine? Look at the colon on him. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, like when they <laughs> Who di- knew? when they dissected Secretary and his heart was like ten times the size of any other horse ever. It's like this kid's colon is. You got to be rooting for him though. Super yeah. colon. Oh I, yeah, I am. I want to know when it ends. See, we dove in to a lot of like think about the only reason they're able to keep him is because he had other charges yeah okay or other things that mm-hmm. he got caught with but like, need it how all. long can you keep a man <laughs> that you suspect of swallowing drugs <laughs> if he can hold his poo is there like a statue of limitations of how many days you can hold him <laughs> and it's like if he doesn't poo then i guess we gotta let him go like <laughs> i you, agree because you can't just keep you know you can't keep a man because you don't know if there's really drugs sure you just suspect Spe- yeah. right we brought up the question about the x-ray is it uh, against his own rights for them to force an x-ray on him i think you secretly have to do it somehow like you have to sign something saying if i die during this product i mean i don't remember signing something going to do an x-ray do you they just throw that lead coat on you and say i hope yeah. you don't get let's go poisoning. <laughs> come on get in the bed and that wasn't even for my x-ray that was something entirely different that was scout camp yeah that was, <laughs> was no. me and canteen boy yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's jump in. You ready? Got your list? I'm ready. Everybody, have you heard? All right, so in a last-ditch effort to avoid defaulting on the country's $60 billion debt, Venezuelan president Nicolas Maduro opened up trading of their very own, yes, you guessed it, cryptocurrency. Here we go. So they're going to name it the Petro because it's supposedly, (laughs) and I'm going to use air quotes here that you can't see. Chili and cheese? Chili and cheese. (laughs) No, Oil, you know, petroleum. Oh, I get you. Uh, Uh, I see what you did there. Supposedly backed by their oil reserves. They've got, like, the what? The biggest oil reserves in the world? They got some big ones, apparently. But this is the first cryptocurrency officially controlled by a government. So that's why it's a little different than others. Sure. And it's also the first one that's actually supposedly backed up by something, which makes it more stable. Yeah, because they say that Bitcoin and all those are worth so much because people say they're worth that much. Right. But the big thing is it's not regulated by a bank. It's regulated by the government. So for a lot of countries, it's throwing up quite the number of red flags. That there's going to be fraud. Oh, you guessed. This is Venezuela we're talking about. (laughs) So the day they started selling... Like open trading. You're wearing, for, by the way, you're wearing a headband that's like rather pro Venezuela. I like, guess so. Am we I? should Google the Venezuela flag. And is this is it this color? That's pro Maduro right there. Pro Maduro. <laughs> is that a Good soccer cigar. team in Venezuela? <laughs> <laughs> According to this, it's the president of Venezuela. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I got it from first day of selling seven hundred and thirty-five million dollars sold of 
the crypto of the cryptos of the cryptos there's a hundred million of them so that's how many they're gonna is the total number each one is supposedly backed by one barrel of oil and that they're valued at sixty dollars a coin in venezuela i can buy one barrel of oil for 60 bucks technically the rights to one barrel the of oil? rights to one barrel of oil how do i cash in and get my oil that was literally the, i like how we do this, this we're, <laughs> I, we're podcast connected okay <laughs> so 37 so of course people are pro this this one type of cryptocurrency simply because it is supposedly backed by a commodity which is not how any of the others are you're a bitcoin owner right I, no uh, not bitcoin what was it i i uh ripple, ripple is the one that i'm invested in i guess i have bought bitcoin because you have to buy ripple th- with bitcoin but i've never owned like a full coin you can buy oh for sure because coin. it's ten thousand dollars right <laughs> for now sure, you'd be rich why would you be in here with us sixty four dollars last time i checked or whatever yeah. uh, <laughs> so what they're really trying to people are kind of curious is how to like you said claim the rights to your oil give me my oral <laughs> your oral my oral oral so basically there's no answer to that and there's another problem so oil it's uh where is it in the ground it's in the ground yeah um it's, it's dinosaur bones silly yeah it requires a lot of resources to extract and like you said a minute ago venezuela's sitting on a lot of it so basically what economists have kind of figured out is that basically it would cost eight billion dollars to dig up all the oil, okay? All the oil that they've put up for these... Right. For the crypto. Exactly. Okay, okay, I got it. But if you can do quick math, $60 a barrel times $100 million is how many million? $6 billion? Six, Yeah. Okay. Come on. You're, like, <laughs> you're, like, you're the engineer. Come on now. <laughs> I look directly yeah, six at billion. you. Yeah, it's $6 We're billion. just moving zeros here. Correct. Okay? But anyways, that's a $2 billion loss on trying mm. to set up your cryptocurrency if people wow. just people wanted to cash out obviously not the best business decision two billion dollar loss or a two billion dollar cushion loss as in it costs eight billion to get the oil out of the ground to actually sell it to use it six billion is how much they're selling it for okay you know i'm saying so that's if they actually people wanted to cash in on their oil they would lose two billion dollars yeah in theory who 100 percent of is is going to cash in all but it's like theoretically backed i guess you could say right saying there's no you if you don't have the the gold reserves you couldn't sell u.s currency past that so there's only so much money in circulation with all the oil that they're sitting on why the hell don't they just release more available for cryptocurrency instead of just 100 million barrels why don't they release 500 million barrels i am not maduro (laughs) you're pro maduro i'm just pro maduro you voted for maduro didn't you in the most recent election yeah yeah he's a venezuelan national those that don't know so one last funny thing about all this and this is where i could say it's just a little weird okay is people can only purchase petros in in these things u.s dollars euros and any sort of other cryptocurrency like bitcoin ether ethereum all that stuff ether too yeah the uh nas song made at jay-z you can purchase it with that many tracks <laughs> but you were unable to buy it with bolivars their native currency why don't ask me i don't know <laughs> so you buy it with what interesting like what do venezuelan citizens buy it with? essentially they can't buy it because you can't it is illegal in venezuela to buy any foreign currency and then also, you cannot buy uh, Petro with anything or with Bolivars. It's the only one excluded. Question. Can they, <laughs> is cryptocurrency considered a foreign currency in Venezuela? Uh, I guess not. I guess you can buy it. Theoretically, could they use their 
I think cryptocurrency is more of a category name rather than an actual. So, I, well, I would, think it's because there's not many people are able to turn their bolivars into cryptocurrency in the first place to even have Bitcoin or whatever mm. to buy their own cryptocurrency to buy Petros. That's what I was. Thinking. The point yeah. is, is if you're holding a bunch of bolivars, you're sure. screwed. You can't get in on the game. Why it's did only- anyone name their currency bowl of cars? <laughs> Bolivar. <laughs> Bolivars. Yeah. So basically, everyone except for Venezuelan can buy it. Citizens can buy it. Pretty much. What's That's the point of the convenient. currency? I, I mean, they're trying to rebuild their country, because I don't know if you are. <laughs> they're doing a bad job. Venezuela is not looking good right now. They're like I said, at the beginning, they're at, a, they're at negative $60 billion right now, mm. and and falling apart rapidly. They're, I think what a real good point is the Bolivar probably Let's can't put that be in perspective for just a second. Okay. <laughs> you said they're negative 60 billion. Mm. Oh yeah. And but... they're falling apart. Okay. Yeah. But We're you to... where like the <laughs> trillions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we fine. No, we the, good. What up? Their, We're G- good. their GDP is like nothing compared to ours though. So that's, that is American privilege. <laughs> Proportionally. Right yeah. it's, it's much worse. Is we can buy petrol. Yeah. We can buy the, hold on, but we can, buy the petro that you got you should get on the cash app right now and see if you can buy a petro That'd we be have great. we have kiosks here called petros where you can just go and buy petros it's mm, and it's so good fritos and chili but still it was launched at the world's fair in 1982 here in knoxville did you know that, that? is no. very true yeah, yeah. very true wow. wow yeah wealth of knowledge they sold them in literally they would crack open the bag of petro leave it all in the bag fritos throw a dash of cheese some all you know black olives whatever and dump some chili in there and it gave you a spoon and you ate it out of the out of the bag, bag. That's yeah. how they sold it at the fair, and it became like a huge thing. thing. Yeah, awesome. You think it was just some guy who had like chili, and no one was buying his chili, and he was like, fuck it. And he just like opened it back, and he's like, you, you want So, cryptocurrencies, Venezuela, let's see what happens. I mean, like I said, they sold $700 million worth in the first day of their, what, $60 billion? What did I say? $6 billion? Six billion in Six debt, billion, yeah. of total currency. Yeah. They're just going to lose their money or risk losing that, their I guess, money. That's only if they have to cash it out, I guess. Which that's the thing is, there's well, no way that's of cashing only it out if it doesn't raise in value either, right? I guess that's maybe that's what they're hoping for. Yeah, is that the value will just skyrocket and then they they can cash out. <laughs> <laughs> no one else is cashing out. Everybody, have you heard? You guys, Uber people, do you guys take Ubers a lot? I, Lyft, I take yeah. No Lyft, only Uber. So you're Uber yeah. extraordinaire over <laughs> yeah. here. No so Lyft. what's the longest Uber you've taken? Like, like oh, oh my, no. like Gosh. miles. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, the longest I've taken probably not far. It's like from this place in Knoxville, like on campus to this place. So maybe I don't know. At the most, ten miles. Yeah, ten miles at the yeah. most. Okay, you so normal. Uh, same. Same. All right. See, I'm not an Uber. I've only ridden in an Uber like for at work things. Haven't done it. What are you laughing about? I think I know where you're going with this. Uh, is this the story that you brought? Possibly. Okay. Yeah. Um, over a thousand dollars. Sixteen hundred dollars. Okay. Go. Yeah. Proceed, sir. Yeah. So this guy fell asleep. He was drunk. He fell asleep in the car, and uh, I guess the Uber driver was like, "This is my time to check in." <laughs> I'm go- so he just ran laps. Charged him $1,600 for one Uber ride. Wait, wait, wait. So he didn't go like a great distance. He just did laps? I don't know. So at the very end of the article that I read, Uber told him basically he had to pay it because technically the driver took him from where he started to where he wanted to end. So like he went... It's just a matter of the route. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he went... (laughs) 
through the duration, it doesn't matter because he was asleep or oh passed my out. God. One, that's crazy. So either it's a crazy coincidence. This could be two different people. So this guy, drunk as shit, passes out, but calls up the Uber. He's partying in West Virginia with some friends, but he lives in New Jersey. Oh. He's there visiting people. So apparently, when he's blacked out, he picks his home address as the destination oh. in his phone. So this guy drives him like. 200 miles before he wakes up and he's like freaking out because Where am he, I? he's in the car with a stranger <laughs> and he has no idea how the hell he got in the car and then apparently and he's the looking sto- at exit signs like what the fuck so his story was like that he was kind of groggy and then just said i'll go home yeah. whatever gives the uber driver a five-star rating but then tries to say that when i was blacked out drunk the driver got into my phone mm. and changed the destination to me going home uh, and that's why there's no way i would do this. there was foul play that's what he's just he's saying that i didn't do it they did it i guess that's a a good alibi sixteen hundred to get out of dollars oh my gosh was this the same story you think more than likely probably i didn't read enough but <laughs> maybe your article was just skewed as well yeah wow that's, that's insane can you imagine waking up after you've did he know that he was getting in the Uber, or did his friend put him in the Uber? Like, no. as he's in a drunken stupor. He was blacked out and doesn't remember okay. any of it. So, can you imagine, your last sober thought was that you were in West Virginia partying with your best friends, yeah. and then your the next sober thought that you have is you wake up in a stranger's car and your mom's house is right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> what <laughs> is happening? Or what if, right. I mean, what if it was like a situation where uh, a friend was putting him in an Uber, right. and he just pulls out his uber app and says home mm. send yeah. him and he's, he's drunk saying, too home at my house he's like ah, send yeah. it home then you he doesn't the realize friend. that yeah. home is still set to his parents house and right and wherever the hell we you said new it jersey. was new jersey he thinks it's his apartment yeah and that could be a possibility too but i feel like on the iphone it pops up like the arrival time, like how long it'll take. See, and that's the thing I don't know. When I was reading it, I have never set it up myself. I've never made a reservation, yeah. so I don't know how it goes. Driven like, Uber? No. Like as far as like setting the destination mm-hmm. of where you're taking me, I didn't know how hard it would be to select take me 350 miles away yeah. to New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I guess is it easy if it's your it home is? address? It pops up like one of the very. I think anytime you go anywhere, it'll recommend home first. So if that's mm. what he saw and was like home, mm. easy done, gotcha. And then, it but was is it? Driven. I guess it would have been also as easy for him to be tossed into the back seat, right? Passed out. Mm. The driver pick up his phone, hit home. Well, here's the thing on that. You have to request your destination before the driver before shows up. Before the driver shows up. So a driver gets they, to they see. They have to know what they're getting into. Right. They have to right. accept that request to like, okay, I'll drive you six hours to whatever. Right. No, more than six <laughs> hours. Much more than six hours. Six, but still, that's crazy. 16 hours. <laughs> that's nuts. That's hilarious. Could you imagine waking up to a $1,600 bill? No. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. Like, that guy offered you $500 for a hat. Yeah. You know he would have regretted that in the morning. Yeah. But $1,600 Something else. Somebody offered you $500 Expand on this? (laughs) I was at a cabin party one time, and uh, everyone... I got there much later in the night, and everyone else was kind of already drunk, and... uh, Best time to arrive. Yeah, it's just like everyone else is already out. Uh, A guy comes up to me who had kept taking my hat like throughout the night and it was like funny because we like, oh cool and then i like come and grab it again and like s- like sit back down but he finally came up to me uh and he sits down and he looks at me and he's very drunk and i'm gonna give my best impression of him as i can so he's like how how much more for that hat <laughs> this hat which we bought for like three dollars we had yeah. the same hat that's yeah. the funny thing uh and i was like this hat right here i was like i bought it for like five dollars he's like 
how much you want for it and i was like ah man i i don't know i'm not really trying to sell it or whatever and he's like five hundred dollars <laughs> and i was like no <laughs> he was like you got venmo i was like yeah i have venmo type in your venmo and he opens his phone and he unlocks it and he hands it to me type in your name I'm like, he's a big dude too so i know like if i do this in the morning and he knows this he's coming for me because <laughs> he'll see this and i'm like no i don't want to do that he's like five hundred dollars man i'll do it and i was like no nah. he's like i like that hat a lot <laughs> and i was like my god no. we bought it for like three dollars at yeah. a clearance outlet did you give it to him no god no <laughs> i kept it <laughs> he he uh he went up to 550 that was his top offer he's like, 550 oh, no, that's it i, I like, probably would no. have been like no but i'll give it to you for 30 bucks yeah <laughs> that probably wouldn't have been the better idea but i was at a party my hair was a mess <laughs> i want oh, that yeah. you're not gonna <laughs> sacrifice the... i've never worn that hat since though so that's the thing i probably should have sold it yeah. could have paid for the so, beer for the evening yeah, yeah true mm. true man they trashed that cabin too Oh, that's sad. Yeah. You kids. They it wasn't like any of our cabins that are like no one knew who rented it, but uh I guess they saw that as an opportunity just to be like, Oh, let's trash it. So whoever rented it had to had a huge bill the next morning. Oh, they were taking God. like chandeliers off and stuff. It was crazy. Oh, it was so it wasn't oh, like a rage God. from the guy that you wouldn't sell the hat to. No, it, it wasn't it wasn't him going all he, incredible now, Hulk he, on everybody. He might have okay. later. All right. Can't this, confirm nor deny. I can't yeah. confirm or deny, but I can say for sure, uh everyone there was from Wisconsin. Also, Green Bay had just Wisconsin. won. It was like the playoffs or whatever to get into the wherever. They lost or they no, won? They, or? they had just won. Oh, God. This was last were, year. Oh, they were insane. They are fun people to party with, dude. People, oh, Wisconsin? People from the, they're fun to drink with. These people were they insane. Can, they can pound some beers. <laughs> yes. I've never seen... There were some girls that were just shotgunning outside, and I was like, man, I this is crazy. It's the thing to do in <laughs> yeah. the northern Midwest. Those cheese heads. Yeah. Sit on some You ice. said you, you guys are from here in Tennessee, right? Yeah. yeah. You ever nice. traveled anywhere very much? or We went to we Canada, Canada together. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What's the what's that. the worst state in the United States? Give uh, you a little taste of some decent at best questions here. So okay, on three we say the state that I think we're both thinking of right now. Gosh, okay. one, two, three. Kentucky. North Dakota. Oh, okay. Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky? Yeah. Man, you <laughs> both get. Points. I agree with. This North is how Dakota, good our group but, think is. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with both. So, any particular reasons why you hate Kentucky? There's nothing good about Kentucky, in my opinion. I agree. I'm a Kansas basketball fan, so you I know, you know, my, <laughs> my favorite Kentucky joke. Let's hear it. Ten million people, ten last names. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Who's your favorite player to come from Kansas? And is it Andrew Wiggins? No, it's not. Of course. Paul Pierce. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good one. The truth. Yeah. So, again, I mean, I'm a little bit older, so Was- I was recently... It's not no, it's not Wiggins. I mean, he was only there for a year. He wasn't. I mean, there I'm, for a year. I'm the kind of guy that I like players. I want the rule to be: you can go to the to the league directly out of high school. Mm. If you go to college, you have to be there three years. I'm pro that rule. I'm tired of these guys going for a year and leaving. It's ruining college basketball. Speaking of uh, Kentucky specifically, it was their senior night the other night, and they had what zero people. They were all playing a professional basketball game. Yeah. Devin Booker being one of them. <laughs> yeah. They were That's all so playing funny. All their seniors were yes, playing in, pro ball. Yes. That's so good. I love that. Wow. That's what it's become. And all this scandal and shit that's going on right now, man. Yeah. You, everybody knew it was coming. We both go yeah. to UT, though. So we're very excited for... They just made the tournament. SEC they, champs. They right won, now. yeah. SEC champs. They were picked preseason 13th, 13th. Mm-hmm. to finish. 13th in the league. And Auburn was picked to finish, like... 
ninth or something. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. tenth or ninth, mm-hmm. and they are SEC winners, both of them, mm-hmm. which just means no one knows anything. It just means experts are you know they can't that preseason stuff. Yeah, it's literally clickbait. It's stuff to sell magazines. Right. It's, you mm-hmm. know, there's no. Yeah, I agree. You and I could come up with an analysis of who we think is going to win the SEC Player of the Year yeah. and be have just as good of a guess. Agreed. So, but I'm excited for the Vols. I think it's great. They're a tough matchup. Being a Kansas fan, I do not want them to match up with Tennessee in the tournament sure. yeah. because of Admiral Schofield. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot of people in the country that can guard him. He's a big guy. Have you seen him? He's built like a linebacker. Yeah, he looks huge. Yes. He is legit huge. There's people that are apparently talking to him about going to play tight end in the NFL <laughs> as, <laughs> when he graduates. He, he is that to. big. Like, walking around campus, I mean, you're just like, oh, God. Okay. Monster. <laughs> He's massive. And it, it it's funny. Basketball is the one sport that TV takes away from their size and speed yeah. more than any other sport. I mean, obviously, they're fast in football and whatever. But you go see an NBA game live, and you see these guys that are seven oh, feet yeah. tall running mm-hmm. around like deer. It is. They look like gazelles out there on the court. Not like something that you see, you know, anything else. So anyway, we need to take a break. So how about you give us a live commercial for your show? A spot? A so, promo? Yeah, we're going to take a break really fast, and it's brought to us by Decent at Best. So these guys are going to give us a little bit about their show. All right. Uh, we both host a podcast called Decent at Best. Garrett, what's Decent at Best? Decent at Best. It is a podcast where you send us in questions at our email. What's our email? Show at gmail.com. Uh, you send us in those questions. We answer them live on air, all off the top of the head. No Google search, no prior research done. It's all off the top. And our answers, you know, we get sidetracked a lot. We can't promise that our answers are good. They won't be bad, though. They'll be decent at best. Decent at best. I was a fan after the first time I listened. I want to say the very first one I listened to was when you threw up. Garrett threw up. Perfect. And I th- if I say if that was the first one that anyone listened to, they would be a f- they would be hooked. I think that's that our most on. popular episode, maybe yeah, just from far. the title. That, well, it's, it's funny. <laughs> I told you a logo could get you listens, a mm. title can get you listens. It's funny. It's clickbaity, but it does happen. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's the God's honest truth. Yeah. <laughs> think about how to- how did Tosh get famous? People puking. Showing videos yeah, of people puking. Sure. That was how he got famous. So He got like three. I saw like a news thing. He got like three more seasons signed on. That's cr- How long has Tosh Bueno uh, He's on, on like six or seven already. Oh, it's been more than that. Is it more than that? Oh, God, dude. He it's, came on when I was in sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's yeah, been, I just saw a thing about him getting signed for three more seasons. They, they like him over there. He's hilarious, though. I've seen Daniel Tosh live do stand-up he was great oh i'm sure we uh dooley had just left no no no. lane kiffin had just left and daniel tosh looks a lot like lane kiffin oh, yeah so and he played that to the crowd it was great he's been crushing kiffin ever since that happened yeah absolutely i it's, wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that he played tennessee or did a show at tennessee shortly after kiffin leaving oh man maybe because know. he's been doing it so. since like he's been all over lane kiffin he also just maybe it's because Lane like Kiffin's Alabama. a douchebag. Yeah, he's been coming back at Tosh. He's a so. Miami fan. Yeah, or yeah. a USC fan. USC. No. Uh, oh, was he? Yeah. I know the Dolphins are his NFL team. I don't know about college. Uh, maybe something like you. Yes. Uh, either way, <laughs> he may he does play a, a mean Lane Kiffin. He does. It's great. He did a bit where he said he'd uh, play as fake Lane Kiffin and sneak into his house one night and like have sex with his wife for us he's like i'll do that for you guys <laughs> and we're like oh yeah, yeah thanks well lane kiffin does that with co-eds all the time yeah. so, I mean, it's whatever. It's like, you know, tomato tomato all right so anyway we're gonna take a real break now because i have to pee 
Hey, everyone. We're going to be right back. But in the meantime, hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Big Red Van Pod or email us at the Big Red Van Podcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a five star review on Apple iTunes Podcasts if you're a member of Team iPhone. We'll take them. Five star reviews we read live on the air, give you shout outs. Thank you so much for listening. And back to the show. Everybody, have you heard? The uh, Louvre Museum in Paris. En français? Oui. Oui. Is putting 31 paintings on permanent display in an effort to find the rightful owners of them because they were pieces that were looted by Nazis in World War II. Ooh. The Germans. Isn't that kind of neat? The art. Yeah, we love the art. (laughs) We stole it. (laughs) We stole your art. (laughs) So um, the Paris Museum opened two showrooms last month to display these paintings, which are among thousands of pieces of art. I don't know if you realize, but, you know, they pretty much... It's the Louvre, man. Come on. No, I'm talking about things that were looted by Germans. And, like, there was a lot of art looted by Yeah, I think when you go on a quest of world domination, like... (laughs) But he was like... Art's the number one thing on my list, But he, like, really liked art, though. He wanted to get all the good art. Wasn't he an artist or something? Like a failed one. He painted German shepherds and they were bad. (laughs) It's true. And so he became the German shepherd. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Thanks. That's good. Thank you. So only 296 of the uh, Nazi stolen art was actually kept at the Louvre. There's like over like 45,000 pieces of art that Hitler had stolen and stored. So where's the rest? Different places, you know, and there's a huge effort of trying to find the people that own it. But the Louvre, they're doing their own personal mission for these 296 that so they have. So at this point, it could just be like descendants of old yes. German soldiers yeah. that may have gotten it as, you know. Do you think they know? Like if someone has it, do you think they know that this painting is something special maybe some well, of them it's hard to find people that can claim them legitimately mm. so the Lou has 296 since 1951 since they started the project basically after they started gathering up all this art the Louvre took their little piece that they were to try and deal with only 50 pieces of their 300 have been found and claimed to the rightful owners wow. since 1951 so yeah, they're they're still trying. So anyone that has any ancestors that had anything to do with World War Two, it still gives reason to go rooting around through their attic, right? Like I mean, <laughs> there's shit like this all over the place. It's mm. not just stolen art and stuff like that. There's stuff, artifacts and stuff like this, millions upon millions of dollars just sitting in mm-hmm. Grandpa's attic all over the world. But yeah, so basically, if you can prove that it's yours, the uh, the Paris Culture Ministry, they're all about trying to get it back to you. So, oh yeah, and there's also a catalog. So, like, if you can't obviously make it to the Louvre to go check out to see, <laughs> sure, of I wonder like if an actual mine. catalog, like the Sears catalog. <laughs> <laughs> no, like an like online, East, like East Bay, an online database where like all of this art is documented and stuff like that. So, if you want to go see what they have, and if you think it's your great grandfather's painting that he had in his library, yeah, you know, you can. Go prove it yours, you know, and if you can prove it, they'll let you have it. My great grandfather wasn't a painter; he was just a racist. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I can tell why you have your own podcast. <laughs> it's just your segue skills, but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. That, uh, but so all the ones that they currently have in possession, they're putting on a big display to try and promote. Like, hey, if there's anybody out there that knows this, but I kind of also think it's a. Uh, a ploy to get people to come to the museum more uh, not that the louvre is probably a not well-traveled place so you said there's how many missing pieces uh, since 1951 there was like forty-five thousand pieces reclaimed but like the wow. 300 that the louvre 
possessed. I don't know the total reclaimed of the like forty five thousand. What kind of pieces of art are they looking? Forty five thousand pieces of art. So many. Everything. What the from hell? All eras, from expensive to like middle, you know, grade expensive art to the cheap, who whatever. I'm okay. just saying. So when you say art, let's. Are you talking about like? Does like bra- Van Gogh's. Does, okay, so bracelets don't fall into art. Oh. We're talking about painting. We're talking just specifically painting. Not like artifacts. So this is art. Not like people's jewels and stuff. I'm macaroni art. Specifically, correct. Macaroni art. <laughs> you don't think Hitler was into that? <laughs> I think he was, dude. He <laughs> had so. he had his initials stamped yeah. on his like oversized underwear. Oh, A H A H. Oh yeah, they sold for like what was it, forty thousand yeah. dollars or something like that. What? Yeah. Who wants Who that? Wants to buy Hitler Somebody collectors? That some guy that wanted to pass it down to his family. He was really wow. trying to do a, a great cosplay, yeah. and he knew this would put his costume over he, the top. It actually was a, if I remember right, it was a hotel owner. No. Hitler had stayed there, left yep. his shit in the room. In Austria. Right? Wow. Yeah. And, and they, la- like, they laundered I'm it. I'm going to give these to my grandson. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they found draws. it, laundered so. it, put it in a box to ship it back to Hitler, but then decided, let's just not ship it you back. Know, in the 50s, Hitler wasn't opening boxes from strangers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I've just, heard. So how, do you give, how do you want to give that to someone? Oh, Jimmy, come here. I want to give these to you. These are my... These I found these, Jimmy. These are Adolf Hitler's underwear. <laughs> no, Grandpa, I don't want that. <laughs> I want an Xbox. Well, he sold it for $40,000 and bought an Xbox. Come on, Jimmy. <laughs> Everybody, have you heard? So who here likes to drink heavily before noon, eat free pizza, and balance on one leg? This guy. Two thumbs. This guy. Two thumbs. <laughs> this way. So if you're between the ages of 24 and 60 with no medical concerns, the Vancouver police are looking for you. Oh, man. The VPD has put out a statement via email to select members of the department's block watch program, like neighborhood watch groups across the city. People snitches, like what do you call it, a dirty rat snitch hotline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the neighborhood watch. <laughs> so they they need 10 volunteers to be guinea pigs for new recruits to practice field sobriety tests. Mm. So they're going to get these people. It states that it's only going to be the good shit. Oh. <laughs> Extremely hard liquor. Wow. No beer or wine at a dosage that is selected by the police without your knowledge. So it's not like it's a free-for-all. You get to go in there, Garrett, and just pound 10 yeah. shots of tequila because that's your shit, right? Yeah. They get to choose. Hayden, you get seven shots. Garrett, you get three shots. Whatever. Unfortunately, I feel like there's got to be that person that gets no shots. That's too. what I'm saying. Like you sign up, you're like, I'm ready to get smashed, dude. And you <laughs> walk with in these there, cops. Yeah, it's half a shot. Fuck, dude. <laughs> and everyone's probably instructed. I didn't say this. But everyone's probably instructed to act or insist that they're sober. You know, oh, of course. Sure. Lie, it has to be lie about how many they've had. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. They've so. got to really get into character. Yeah, and of that'd course, be too much be fun. Strangers. Yeah. Um, but the test consists of three things. An eye examination, a walk and turn test, like a mm. basically like a runway test. You know, the whole it didn't say walk the line, but I think that's what they meant was the Johnny. You, you just got to be able to heel toe it. Heel toe. You got to be able to heel toe it in a straight line, and then you better be able to heel turn. You know, yeah, one right. of those, which not a lot of people sober. It's, it's a do. tough move. <laughs> so, the heel the the turn. Let's be real. It's a tough move, and the, especially if you're not an ambi turner. You know, like Zoolander. So <laughs> they have uh, to. You can only turn left. <laughs> a one leg stand. The one leg stand test, like I said, about hopping around on one leg. So that's the other third part of it. The test will last a few hours, and then participants will be showered with a drunk man's best friend, free pizza. All of this will be done and ready to take them home no later than 4 p.m. 
so they're ready to get this shit done early. Get home. <laughs> well, it's a work day. But then let's say you're the guy who got ten shots, right? And they're trying to murder you in there, and then you have to go to work after that. <laughs> well, you got to teach the, the new recruits how to catch the daytime drunks, right? Oh, right. I mean, it's the nighttime ones that really stand out that you can see oh. is swerving at lights and things like that. This is a ploy. Here's my theory. They get the everyone in there. They get them drunk, and then they get them out at four. Right? They're like, "All right, go on your way." And they all get in their cars, and then they arrest them immediately. <laughs> they have like, other cops yeah. down there waiting. <laughs> You're under arrest for drinking and driving. Ah, oh, son of a bitch! They stressed in the email that each person would sign a waiver. I mean, of course, we live in America, so you sign a waiver to everything, and a, a clause that would ensure to, that they would conduct themselves with integrity inside the police building. Of course, you can't. <laughs> if they're going to provide, I will lose. not act an asshole. <laughs> Of the judge. That yeah. seems like it goes without saying, though. <laughs> what, but the guy that gets 10 shots, though. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you and know, the he thing might is, not be able to handle it. They can sign up for it, but and the cops can choose how many drinks we get, but they don't get to choose our drunk personality. <laughs> like, you our, don't get to get that from me. You don't get to choose that my alter ego is going to be like cool when I'm seven <laughs> shots in. Torbit? You know? What was Torbit? Rex? Yeah, Rex comes out. You can't stop Rex. And if Rex is there after three shots yeah. for him instead of seven, seven shots sure. for you, Frank the Tank situation. Cops yeah. don't know that. Let's go streaking, yeah. right? So interested parties were asked to include their drink uh, with mixer of choice in the reply email, along with ten reasons why they deserve to get out of work to get drunk with the cops. <laughs> I feel like they could be a lot more demanding with the requirements, don't you? <laughs> yeah, like, it seems... This sounds like it'd be a pretty damn good opportunity for pretty much everyone involved. Like, new recruit officers get necessary practice on live subjects, mm-hmm. and a participant is getting free booze and a pizza. Then, practice run-throughs of a DUI stop that he may or may not encounter sometime. Right. I mean, honestly... <laughs> He's getting his practice in. The only <laughs> I way... I figure out how to fool this cop. <laughs> Imagine if the, if the guy that had 10 shots ends up, like, coming in clutch and nobody can bust him. Yeah. This is where I'm going like, with it. He's like too good. He yeah. found a newfound appreciation for a combination of pre-noon drinking and pizza yeah. and now he's making rent money on the side slamming shots and passing eye exam tests <laughs> hopping around the bar on one leg you know like a gymnast with incredible balance. Like that's the only way that this ends. Oh is my god. Somebody is like now passing every test because of this. You know how like they have the Ninja Warrior courses Mm-hmm. And like they practice beforehand. Yes, I feel like every backyard. single person getting ready to go. <laughs> they've got a they've got an obstacle course set up. They've got different kinds of liquor. <laughs> Cut to what? I, I'm with Garrett on this. I'd be practicing. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm gonna get good and drunk the next few days, and I'm gonna walk that line like a hundred times. <laughs> Cut to like, like a montage of someone like drunk trying to like yeah. <laughs> walk a line and say their ABCs backwards. Yeah. Z-Y-X. Nobody's watching the neighborhood now. They're all just practicing getting hammered. At least it's daytime. Yeah. I so. don't trust this. This sounds like the Stanford prison experiment. It's Canada. You guys went to Canada. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Yeah, we Nothing did go to Canada. Goes on in Canada. Yeah, of course. I actually do trust it now. You said Vancouver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where did you guys go? Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. I've heard that's beautiful. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. The city's really pretty. What'd y'all do up there? We went for our it was like our senior trip of high school. Yeah. It was a joke. It's a hell of a senior trip. That was like that was the thing. We just joked about it and we were like, Oh, we should go to Toronto, huh? That'd be yeah. so funny. And we said that for like three years and the more we joked about it, it would be like, Oh yeah, I'll book tickets, I'll check hotels and then like it became a reality. Like I guess we got it. I guess we gotta go do gotta it. Gotta go to Canada, eh? Yeah. It was so, fun. Nice. It was very fun. Hell yeah, I've never been. 
You got more? I've got more. Everybody, have you heard? Uh, I've got an article, man. Uh-oh. And uh, this is called The Goat Spends Years Evading Police Around Kentucky Highway. So I'm just going to give you a little summary about it. <laughs> well, he has goats, so it's I very like Do you have goats? Two goats. Oh, yeah. Sammy and Dolly. Yeah. They're stars of the show. Check our Instagram. They're, they are lovely goats. We saw them, and they were just beautiful. You have a big bag of goat feed, man. That's great. You can uh, have some of that. How much? If I eat a handful of goat feed, I'm serious. You get a Dixie cup. <laughs> okay. <that's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a small amount. I'll take it. You have to stop me from eating it. So this, um, there's a goat wandering. It's in Kentucky. You said you hated Kentucky. This might be another reason why. Perfect. So there's a Kentucky goat wandering around I-65. A goat. Right. <laughs> a goat. A goat. And don't go. So it's been wandering around I-65, and they've aptly named the goat Houdini because... The police have been, they've gotten so many calls from this goat that everyone keeps seeing as they're driving down I-65, right? Every time the police come out to find the goat, they can't find the goat. Goat's gone. So they keep calling it Houdini. It keeps evading the police. And people have started calling it like their pet. Like it's like a pet thing. He has a Facebook profile now. Of course he oh, does. No. Of course and it's he like, does. It, it's, if you get a picture of Houdini, you post it to the website and you're like, oh, here it is. And uh, one of the quotes from the article, my favorite, said, uh, <clears throat> We would call animal control and state police, and every time they'd come to get him, he's gone. Construction worker, uh, Peggy Gross. Yeah, he's just gone. He's immediately (laughs) gone. Uh, He's smart. He won't get in the road. He'll get up next to the road, but he won't get in it. (laughs) He just stays under the bridge and goes back and forth. That's the most Kentucky. He won't go in it. Heard. Yeah, he won't get in the road. I love how smart the goat is. Yeah, he knows, but he sees the cars, man. He ain't going to the cars. I'm gonna give this goat some credit because goats are pretty smart. That's let's what be, it, yeah. let's be real here. These goats I hear, they're smart. They're like agile and pretty balanced as well. Because this one walks across the like the barrier from the road to the whatever side. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's like walking on that thing. They've got pictures of him. It's because their uh, hooves are soft. Is that true? truly about mountain goats. Oh. That's how, like, on planet Earth, you can see those goats that are walking on, like, I've seen that same planet Earth. It's because their hooves are super soft, and it's almost like toes oh. so they can grip grip it and shit. go yeah. sideways i yeah. was watching that and i was like that's insane look what they're doing yeah because when they kick it doesn't feel like toes oh, it hurts. <laughs> solid hoof that's it about like there's there's a trying to catch him they're they trying can't to catch him yeah it <laughs> seems as if he's available to everyone but the but the police that's what i kind of gathered he, yeah. he hates the sit or the the pigs the yeah. five whatever the five oh well he's a goat yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> well, he is the goat yeah true <laughs> Houdini. Houdini the goat. Everybody, have you heard? So a passenger on a flight from Kuala Lumpur to Dhaka. If one of y'all says some silly ass name, this whole class is going to feel my wrath. It's Dhaka. It's Dhaka? Dhaka. Was restrained. Not not like D-A-C-A. Like (laughs) D-H-A-K-A. Yeah. (laughs) This ain't that kind of show, damn it. (laughs) I don't know how to say these words. It's DACA. Keep it moving. We, it's okay. He was detained by the cabin crew after allegedly stripping down naked, masturbating, and attacking a flight attendant. Yes. Mm. The man had began acting strangely soon after the plane departed from the Kuala Lumpur airport. He took off his clothes and was masturbating while openly watching porno on his laptop on the airplane. It's Why? a crotch party right up in oh. here. So, of course... People didn't like this, right? Public masturbation's frowned upon? I mean, in certain parts of the world. 
the man who is identified as a student from a uh, private university um, in India. So and the pressures of college. <laughs> dur- too much. During his masturbation fest, he also got up and left his seat and went and gave a big hug to one of the female flight attendants. Oh. That was a foul. Post. <laughs> foul. Post-coital. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was in the middle of jerking off and then went and hugged it. A- <laughs> yeah. Went and hugged a lady. Okay. Oh, this is like in the middle? Yeah. Oh. This is happening. Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. So, and then he like leaves that one alone. And then he goes and runs and tries to hug another one. Oh, man. By this point, one of the the male flight crew was like... Like just poking people. Just trying to hug... Just trying to stick people directly in the ribs. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what was going down. Tummy sticks. From the way the article described it, obviously... News article is a little less graphic, but I'm pretty sure that's what they were they were insinuating. That's what they yeah, <laughs> is that he was basically r- running around trying to quote unquote hug people. Well, he wasn't doing ballerina hugs. You know, I mean, he's yeah. doing no, bear, no, no. bear. He hug. was coming yeah. to get you. <laughs> so after the passenger attacked a mem- attacked a member of the cabin crew who tried to calm him down, which is this is when when dude was coming up like, yo, you got to go put your pants on and get off the ladies. You know, and he was trying to lay down it's the law. That simple. Put your pants on and get off the ladies. I mean, it is that simple. Where's the air marshal with the dart in his neck? <laughs> this is a flight from like India to Dubai or whatever. How okay. come they don't have porn websites blocked on like airplane Wi-Fi? You got a hard drive, right? Oh, you're t- like he saved it. That means he like premeditated <laughs> yes. all oh, this. Yes. I, I so, guess you don't randomly just start like masturbating on a plane, right? Man, I would hope not. I guess when I the moment not strikes some, you, I would hope that's something that doesn't just randomly hit yourself in the hidden brain. That's got to be a premeditated. You know act. what? I'm just. I really feel like taking all my clothes off right here, right now on this plane. Oh, this turbulence feels Something great. about the altitude. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, of course, the story doesn't really end any different than you think it would, basically. So the cabin crew jump him, and oh. with assistance of some other people, like passengers on the plane. It's they much gotta, different than They got to go put him up in his front corner of the cabin, tied to a chair, uh, until they land. But you know how they normally like well, like emergency land planes and stuff whenever there's like an assault or something like that sure. on a plane. They're like, no, we're fine. We they took just... care of them. <laughs> it just kept going to its normally arrived, uh, normally scheduled place. Landed and uh, cops came and took him to jail. So well, I'm glad that they nothing didn't, like... out of the norm on the end of the story. But uh... here's how I wish it would have ended. He like takes that one uh, hostess that he was hugging or whatever hostage, and now he's like threatening to like finish, and he's taking the plane like he's hijacking the plane. He goes into the cabin and he's like, <laughs> "If like uh, all the sticks or I'll shoot." Or <laughs> that w- that's got to be the definition of hugging. Yeah, that's what, all that was interpreted <laughs> yeah. in <into> hugging, <laughs> putting him in a headlock yeah. and threatening to finish. Yeah, that's that's where my head was going. Yeah, I mean after the belly poke. You know. Ha! <laughs> why that hostess why do you think he picked that face you just gave me dude all i could think of was uh migs have you ever seen silence of the lambs yeah so yeah, when he yeah migs mm-hmm. the guy that's in the cell next to hannibal lecter that yeah. throws his shit at clarice's face mm-hmm. that's what you just reminded me of so thank you i've not seen silence of the lambs i've seen one scene from silence Hello, of the lambs clarice. and that's the one that i've seen yes that one in oh i'm having a friend for dinner tonight mm-hmm. whatever the liver and farber with a little key empty. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that they blue balled him. Could at least let him like <laughs> okay, go to the bathroom, take care of your business. <laughs> like maybe that'll calm him down. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe he'll, he'll stop. What was the also, thing we were watching? Uh, the Dear Zachary documentary where it was like she killed 
but she won't do it again because yeah. she killed yeah. who she wanted to kill. And that was a totally okay legal statement. They're like, yeah, actually, you're right. She won't kill again now. Also, wow. Spoiler, they she does him to kill a it. chair. So I'm assuming, like, he's just kind of chilling there. Still probably a little hard. Yeah, a little wrecked. Yeah. Up front in the classroom. <laughs> Everybody stare at Johnny. Oh Johnny, what have you done? He's like, it's a public shame. And then of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly but surely, Johnny's getting shamed. And then shrinkage happens. Yeah. And then it's like a frightened turtle. And then game over. So, um, I don't know how you segue from that into anything else. Other than asking someone the question of what's the last sandwiches you've had, Reese? Oh my God! Uh, the last sandwich I had, uh, the last sandwich I had was a Cuban sandwich. In fact, oh, a Cuban, a Cuban sandwich. Nice, my favorites. What's on a Cuban for our listeners that don't know? A uh, Cuban sandwich. You're gonna want to get a. Um, it's ciabatta bread, I think normally, but uh, your bread isn't the most important part. Uh, so something a larger loaf, and then you're gonna want to get ham, Swiss uh, pickles, and then you m- butter the top of it, and you smush it all together, and then you have to toast it. And it has to be the top. Toasted. Yeah, the top get, has to get a like a golden. Sandwich. Yeah, the salami is a variant that comes on some Cuban sandwiches, but pickle Swiss and like ham is like that's your that's your go to. Nice, Garrett. I think my last sandwich was the Arby's beef and cheddar. Wow, I'm a beef and cheddar mm. fan. All it's, right, it's the classic. How are you with this new uh, red ranch sauce? I actually, I say, can I? Get the Red Ranch off. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. I had to know if you were pro Red Ranch or not. Is Red Ranch ketchup Fuck and ranch? Red Ranch. <laughs> Agreed. That's a strong stance that I have. Fuck Red Ranch. Hard lines. Hot take number two of the night. Hard lines. Arby's can go to hell. They have the meats, but they don't have the right sauce. They don't have the... I'm telling you, Taco Bell done figured it out with them nacho fries. Speaking of this. I haven't had those yet. Seasoned fries with good? nacho cheese. Seasoned fries can be done by anybody, anywhere. Sure. Not reinventing the wheel there. Dipping it in nacho cheese sauce. Mm. Mm. Come on now. Mm. Change the game. When you make that combo, 79 cents, bingo dingo. Uh, McDonald's, you done done something. McDonald's doesn't have nacho cheese <laughs> for me done, to dip it. it. So anyway, bingo, Arby, dingo. that's what Arby's needs to do. Arby's needs to counter with giving you a cup of cheese with your curly fries. I think you can order the cup of cheese. Yeah, but that's you right. shouldn't have to ask yeah, for it that's yeah. and pay for it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they charged you. No, yeah. I think Arby's has the best fries. That's a strong stance. Oh, that curly I have. fries. Best are curly fries or uh, regular fries? Come I don't know. I like them better even more than like Chick fil A's waffle fries. Curly? Oh, cur- curly fries. Curly? Yeah, they're curly. Oh, curly. Yeah, yeah. Bar none. I think I'm on your team. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think? I may be uh, sent out to the goats, but I actually used to order the straight fries. Oh, my God. But you... Why don't you just get sweet potato fries while you're at it? Fair enough. You also (laughs) dip your fries in Frosties, too. There's nothing wrong with that, damn it. What about the the nuggets at Wendy's and the Frosty? Of course. Mm. Please, God. Thank you. Thank you. Get out of here. You're not... I'm against it. I'm in my element. It's cold and hot, and I I just don't think it matches Salty and sweet. Salty so good. you can do that, but... Would you rather do that or like get barbecue? You know, like you is know, it better frosty or is I, it just I'll, okay? I'll even go as far as it's okay. You can just eat be eating French fries and a frosty at the same time. That counts because it's like you get your salty savory. That's and good and back and forth, but together it's also good. Yeah. Also, I wouldn't do it at Chick Fil A or any other place. It's a Wendy specific Correct. frosty. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Yes. So and like, I don't think that I would dip anyone else's fries into a frosty. Yeah. Mm. I, it just wouldn't feel right. I don't think mm-hmm. it would taste right. There's something about the salt that the amount of salt that Wendy's uses. It's the odd. large amount of salt. You would think since Arby's salt has better fries, big, that it would taste better in the frosty. 
Ideally. I, I, I think the Frosty is so damn good that it masks yeah. the fries. <laughs> you didn't you know? you? So the, then the fry is just the catalyst to get the Frosty in your mouth, <laughs> you basically. Will, you will never hear – you guys know the whole Rushmore thing, right? If someone says, give me a Rushmore of this, you know what that means? No. Like, okay, so that means, like, give me your top four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, of, of my XYZ. comedy Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. If someone asks anybody on Earth mm-hmm. to give the, give me a Rushmore of your the best fries on Earth, no one – out of the garbage. 7 billion people on Earth is going to say Wendy's fries oh, yeah. are in the top four. Yeah. Sans Frosty. So, I mean, with Wendy's fries without a Frosty are pointless. Agreed. <laughs> Fair enough. They're just, I mean, shucked potatoes for all I'm concerned. <laughs> so, anyway, that's a long, long segue into this. Hey, Big Red Van listeners. I'm Levi Johnson, brother of Hayden Johnson, who I believe you're listening to right this very second. And I have a podcast about sandwiches with my good friend Walt Braley and I will be filling in as interim host while Joe Blackstock is off traveling through time yeah Joe has gone back in time to find the first sandwich so you can hear about those escapades in the upcoming episodes of Sandwich Cast so listen to us you can find us on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at, at Sandwich Cast Pod Sandwich Cast Sandwich Cast it's in your mouth Everybody, have you heard? So once you guys get totally caught up on all of our episodes, you're going to believe that we are fully obsessed with Amazon as much as we talk about Amazon. And here's more. So I gave a business update on Amazon and Bezos a couple episodes ago, but I seem to have left out two other incredibly awesome ventures of Amazon. If you listen, you know our feelings on it. And to be honest, if I truly took the time, I could probably research and find amazingly interesting shit to talk about for like five hours on Amazon. Like, God, where is the sponsorship already? I know, you know right? I will do this. So, number one. Use your coupon code, BigRedVan12. <laughs> we can even make it easy. Amazon.com. BRV. BRV. Free Prime account. BRV5, just 5% discount. Try it. See if it works. Anyway, let's start with what I'll call Jeff's timepiece. So, currently five years in the making and at a price tag of $42 million so far. $42 million? $42 million. Price tag? Oh, dude, that's nothing. We're selling yachts here. <laughs> this $42 million is what this has cost him so far. Oh, right? He has a team of engineers finally starting to install the phase of a massive clock inside of a mountain in West Texas. Wow. Why? So your eyes say you've heard nothing about like a, this. No. a doomsday clock? Well, doomsday, if it's doomsday, is 10,000 years from now. Okay, I've heard about this clock. I didn't so, realize it was Bezos doing it. Yeah, it was not originally his idea. No. But Amazon money is everywhere in the world, fellas, by the way. It's literally in every little venture he's just tossing money at. So the clock is all mechanical. Stands 500 feet tall, and the coolest thing of all is that it's designed to run for 10,000 years. Without someone winding it. So, 1,000 decades to you non-mathletes. But if it's maintained by humans, it can go forever. He explains in a video on Twitter that it's powered by day-night thermal cycles, and it's synchronized at solar noon. So it's able to achieve this because they've calculated the sun's position in the sky at noon every day for the next 10,000 years. So the clock will reportedly be designed to tick once per year. It also has a side, like, century hand. And it goes, say it with me, every 100 years, right? Yeah. Century, right? And best of all, it has a cuckoo bird that comes out at the millennium. Perfect. <laughs> at just every millennium? Yeah. <laughs> I love to think that was the last thing they threw in. They imagine, like, all right, we're ready to install Imagine, it. like, the festival that could be around this device of something that happens only once every century. Oh, kind of like know, a Bingo. New Year's, like the New Year's drop where it's like, three, two, one. <laughs> and it'd be once in a millennium party right. that they'd be throwing. I mean, 
Think about it. Amazon that at that time it's who how, knows, but how old will you guys be at the millennium? Man. The next one? Yeah. <laughs> Twenty one. Perfect. <laughs> the next birthday is always my 21st birthday. Oh, that's so great. Then. It doesn't yeah, matter. You're fine. It's like my third 21st birthday. That's See, fun. I remember vividly the last one. Yeah, of I course. Sitting there watching the ball drop, mm-hmm. thinking Y2K was going to Everybody thinking that computers that were so young were going to die. They won't know what 99 to 00 will do. So Bezos made his billions, and he's taken over the ideas of so many people. You know, spending, like I said, spreading his money out everywhere. Simply by buying out other companies and putting his face and name on it and his cash behind it. This, for instance, being the idea of American inventor Danny Hillis. I hinted that earlier, back from 1989. He's making so much money that Bezos can literally do anything that he wants to do. So when asked to speak on his motivation behind it, he had this to say. I thought this was interesting. Quote, over the lifetime of this clock, the U.S. won't exist. Whole, whole civilizations will rise and fall. New systems of government will be invented. In the year 4000, they'll see this clock and wonder why the hell did they build this? Probably. Like what you were saying, thousand years from the day it starts, there's going to be party around it. And people are going to be theorizing around why it was built a thousand years prior. Based on that quote alone, Jeff Bezos sounds like the worst person to have at a party. <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> but how about this? I wonder if this is our modern example of things like treasure hunts. Say that this thing is in there for a couple hundred years and then an earthquake or something comes and crumbles the mountain that it's inside. And all that's left is like pieces of it and artifacts of it. And people stumble across it piece by piece and put the scene back together. And then they come up with all these theories about what it was about and who it was built for. And um, it's Bezos the Great. Or who who knows, you know, what this could turn Bezos into. Bezos the Great. Because he could... Lord God, Bezos. Dude, what if they think that the, the cuckoo clock, like what if the chicken coming out they look at that as like some kind of idol or who the hell knows a thousand years from now what they could think of the things they find but what do you think they'll think when they find tanning beds they're like they used to burn themselves (laughs) i think of that of a lot of things really you know like like anal beads oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) what would you think a thousand years from now there's, there's, the list is like, I mean, hell, the size of my arm. But you know, I digress. Your but, anal beads are the size of your arm? Of course. Okay. <laughs> so we're equally obsessed with Elon Musk. This is part two. All right. So we like him here at BRV. And given the situation where I had to pick one side to be on, I'm not sure I have a decent answer, pun intended, hey. for you know to that question. Are you on Team Elon or are you on Team Amazon? Elon, if I had to pick. Well, because you're space, dude. I would easily know that. But let me tell you this, my (laughs) friend. I had no clue that he and Amazon is in the space rocket game, too. Oh. Did you know that? No. He's been in this shit for a while. And I don't know how the hell I read all these articles about Amazon doing this and this and this and this, and they fail to mention, oh, yeah, he's doing rockets also. He's going to be sending shit to Mars soon, and there's going to be Amazon on Mars by the time Elon gets there. If not, they're going to be going there together, and he's going to... Your Prime membership will be accessible at Mars. Mars. Yes, (laughs) and you can order shit six months in advance. One-click Mars delivery. So on the heels of SpaceX recently announcing the preparing of the BFR. Remember back in the fall or the winter, I talked about BFR. Is this big fucking rocket? Yeah. It, that's, <laughs> Is that what that stands for? That's what he calls it. It's mm-hmm. big. It's a big Falcon it. rocket uh, because of the Falcon 9 and all sure. that. So it's a big Falcon rocket, which is the one that's uh, capable of carrying even more of a payload than the regular Falcon 9 and that we've seen the launch in action, the mm-hmm. one that created the blue goldfish over 
LA, right? Yeah. So I caught wind of some of their competition in the space game, and I did not expect to see Amazon. They own this company named Blue Origin, and Bezos actually founded it back in 2000 and has mainly been focused and most public on their smaller rocket system, which is known as a tourism system called New Shepard. Just like they call theirs Falcon 9, they call theirs New Shepard at Bezos Company. But last year, they they announced plans for a ginormous, reusable, and orbit-capable rocket system called the Glenn Rocket to combat the BFR, knowing that the BFR is coming out. It, It will stand 313 feet tall in comparison to what now the Falcon 9 is at 229 feet. So it's almost 100 feet taller than the Falcon 9 that we saw footage of. Interesting. And it's powered by reusable rocket engines, much like SpaceX, and it is said to make voyages to the moon or Mars look very routine. They're planning to debut in 2020 with launches and have started construction in a Bezos-like 750,000 square foot hangar in Florida. Sounds about right. <clears throat> there was a certain big, uh, bigger magazine that had, uh, wanted to get some access to this hangar and they wouldn't let them in. Let them see what they were doing. So... You know how transparent Elon is with everything that he does. He's like, let me take a selfie with it real quick. Of course. Just for comparison, though, SpaceX has almost $10 billion worth of launches booked already this year. Hey, take these satellites up into space (laughs) for us. Whatever. $10 billion worth of launches. With what has been released by Bezos, granted they may not be telling us everything, but at least one confirmed launch is booked as of the beginning of March. Oh man! If if so, they're just releasing other, that they're doing it. If other countries or rocket programs don't start doing the reusable rocket thing to like bring their costs down to put stuff in space, SpaceX will have all of the business. It would be I, stupid in this article, for anybody like, ever to think, "Oh, we got to put this satellite in space." This company can do it for I'm just throwing numbers ten thousand dollars a pound, but this company can do it for a thousand a pound. Let's go for the ten thousand dollar a pound one. Like nobody's going to do that, correct? You know, like so unless Whenever. all these other companies are going to start doing the reusable rocket thing and trying to hone that in, like SpaceX is going to run away with it. Well, and that's why it's contracted now. It's mm-hmm. not like open market where hey i want to send some shit to space i'm just gonna like go to a broker and let the broker (laughs) pick the best company for me to get right like there are certain companies that get these contracts because of the restrictions of sending shit into space i mean you have to get the right to from the government to launch some shit up into space and just leave it there forever (laughs) who's the lucky guy at blue origin named glenn that when they were like in the meeting room like finding names for their rocket they were like what should we name it he's like Glenn. <laughs> so is Name it after me. And they're is like, Glenn, okay. Is Glenn a guy that worked on the rocket or a guy that I, came up with a scientific theory for the rocket? I like to think Glenn is the guy who got coffee for all the people coming up with the rocket. And That's they're like, we better. appreciate Glenn so much. We're going to name the rocket after you. Yeah, pay it forward for Glenn. Yeah, good for Glenn. You know, like he's that. going home with that story. Glenn, yeah. Glenn's a forgotten name. You guys are a little bit younger, a little bit younger than us mm. i should say is glenn a popular name among people you know how many glens do you know uh, zero i don't know any i think glens are gone i i have a <laughs> i have a neighbor named glenn but that's it like that's how, how old much older so we're talking 50s like he sh- should have been dead already okay, kind of old so like 80s 90s yeah. <laughs> like people are watching him every like, step he takes like, 140s there like, you I go <laughs> you're right man glens are gone glens, Where the hell's glen who's the, the, the last great glen <laughs> The Walking Dead. Glenn, Glenn. Close. Glenn, Glenn Close. Close. That's oh. a woman. I know. That's sad. And that's short for Glendolyn. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess it is. I don't know if it is. I was oh, joking. It might, it might be. Glendolyn. You totally made that up. <laughs> I could have believed it. I think it's Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. That sounds much more like yeah. a name. Mm. 
I don't know any others, man. Mm. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. That's her actual name. <laughs> Everybody have you heard? All right, so I'm going to take you all on a little journey through the night of a young man from Oregon's wild night of crime. Let's do this. So his, his amazing night begins at about 11 p.m. at a Motel 6 in South Salt Lake City. They'll That's how the, all my best nights begin. They will leave the light on for you. They will. <laughs> So the star of the evening, Mr. Matthew Owen Reniff, uh, tried to rob an employee of the Motel 6 with a stick or a metal pole. They like This is as the police report reads. They couldn't discern between a stick and a metal pole. <laughs> Maybe it was a little bit of both. Um, it looked wooden, but so do some metals nowadays. That's what know. she said. Yeah. <laughs> Point is, he's got this, this thing, okay? Uh, and he's using it and holding it up and demanding the keys for her car, the employee. But the employee, she was able to run away and lock herself in the back room and dial 911. This is the same guy from the plane, by the way. Policia! Just super busy. Pretty close. (laughs) So let me just make this the point. That's why they couldn't tell if it was metal or a stick. Yeah, it was. Because it was waist level. Of course. In the dark. Yeah. He was trying to hug people. And he was... (laughs) Got it. Over the counter. So let me just... Give me your keys! Point out the fact the police have been called at this point. She dials 911. Bad boy! When the Motel 6 doesn't go as planned, he runs out... Hey, did they turn the light off? I'm hoping they turned the light... Well, maybe left it on for safety. Okay. (laughs) At this point. All right. Um, So he runs out to the Jimmy John's that's right down the street. As you would. As he approaches said Jimmy John's, an employee walks outside. I guess probably take a smoke break. I think it was probably... Actually, it was a delivery. I'm sure it's... On the way to their car. Yep. So... They had a... uh, What's the name of the sandwich in there from uh, Jimmy John's? Oh, uh... They have so many weird sandwich names. I know. Gosh, I can't even think about what my favorite one is. Um, mine's like the ham with lettuce. That's I'm very simple. Yeah. The same one, but I can't remember the name of it. I like the BLT. What did you say there, Tony? BLT. Hey, hey Tony. What did you, what did you <laughs> say over there? Uh, Backs, legs, and triceps. That's yep. a sandwich for cannibals. So anyway, or guys from Renneth, whenever the employee comes outside, Mr. Renneth holds up his wooden metal stick thing and acts like it's a gun. And points it at this employee and says, uh, so now they can't, okay, go ahead. Follow me here. So employees walking out the front door and he's like, Hey, you, I'm going to shoot you. If you don't, if you don't give me your keys, uh, to your car. And so he's like, okay, okay, okay. Let me give me your, my keys. Okay. And he's like, get in the back seat. <laughs> okay. So he's, we're at kidnapping now. Okay. So he's putting, He's putting Jimmy John's employee in the back seat of his car with his not real gun. Right. That police couldn't tell if it was a stick or a piece of metal. I'm These people sa- can't tell that it's I'm saying the, a descri- gun. the description from the people yeah. that were involved. Gotcha. You know, in the police report. Yeah. He had a gun. There are no a, police there yet. Or a stick or a metal object. Okay. So he uh, he tells kid to get in the back seat. While kid's in the back seat and he's kind of like getting ready to do his thing, like get in the car, two more employees come out because they hear the commotion. And he's like, you two, get in the back seat. So he's eventually, so he's got <laughs> everybody get in the back seat. <laughs> everybody get in the back seat. So he gets gets the, the two more employees and gets and they're in the back seat. Okay. So then Mr. Reniff decides he wants to uh, hop in the driver's seat, and then Mr. Reniff, I'm going to do this for action purposes, turns around and leans over the car seat and looks at the guys in the back seat and says, "Hey guys, do you know where the good water is?" <laughs> The good water. <laughs> the good water. Like, is water mean something like bath salts? I have no... I don't know what the good water is. You guys know what the good water stands for? Like, what is water? Does it just mean water? As a young person, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to stand that it just means regular water. 
I don't think the kids knew what he was talking about either. The wa- where's the water, sir? No, they so in in a good defense, one of the guys says, uh, the good water is back inside the Jimmy Johns. Okay. Uh-huh. Miraculously this ploy worked. Reniff got back out of the car, ran back inside, which is when the three men grabbed the keys out of the ignition and, and took off running. Left the car there, but left. They fled. What an idiot. What? Do they not know how to drive? I don't, that's what they did. Okay. Okay. So, some of the things people do in crisis. Dude, like, this whole story is, is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Reniff, while inside the Jimmy John's, I helped need. himself to a soda and, and some bread. And some good water. Yep. I guess that's what good water is. It's I just, guess so. Pop. When he comes back out of the store, he discovers the keys are missing from the car that he was just trying to steal. And, of course, the people are gone, too. Where's the good keys? Um, <laughs> where's the good keys? But with a little bit of quick thinking, he sprinted towards the apartment complex behind the Jimmy John's. Lovely. Okay, Yeah, that's a go-to move. Once once he was there, he starts knocking on this elderly lady. Because there's always an apartment complex next to a Jimmy John's. Of course. I mean... Um, location, location, location. So, I mean, so he, if I told you once, I've told you a hundred times. <laughs> Jimmy John's right next to the apartment I'm, building. Jesus. <laughs> oh, dude, if you put a Jimmy John's next to an apartment building. We've that's had the, this conversation. That's the spot I mean, all the time if you live in that apartment. Come on. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, send me the check. Let's like, go. I'm not even that heavy of a McDonald's eater, but last time in my old apartment back when I was younger that was next to a McDonald's, I ate a lot of damn McDonald's. <laughs> Every time I came by to see you, it was a, two double cheeseburgers. <laughs> that was your McDonald's trip. order? No, that's uh, what I got. Oh, that just was a, as a byproduct because he had to come a friend. by my house. Yeah, and I'm allergic. So, anyways, he sprints to this apartment complex. He starts. He runs up to an apartment, knocks on the door, glass door, the sliding ones. You know, you know those kinds of apartments. Okay, where's the good one? This old lady <laughs> answers the door. Oh man, an old lady at this point. An old lady, elderly okay. female. She thought he was a Mormon missionary. Okay, because. They always come and knock at that door when they come by her house. <laughs> is this a blind it's, old lady? I don't know. She didn't say she was blind. Mormon missionaries, you can spot them like a green hat with an orange bill. Okay? <laughs> like, that is not hard to spot them. You know? And this guy has already held two people up with his penis in, a, in under his coat, calling it a gun. <laughs> I All right? Love, I love the idea that she assumed it was a Mormon missionary because... This was her was statement. Th- that was the door. Only Mormon missionaries <laughs> came to that door. Right. Exactly. <laughs> when they come by to say, to see her, that's where they come. It's the Mormon door. It's like I got honey on the door. They just keep coming. As the woman unlocked the door, he barged in, demanded her car keys. She gave them to him course okay because she was just a lady a little old lady like, that's what you take, do in a situation like that take them don't choke so me she he gets her car keys and then he goes over to her fridge make sure and grabs himself a gatorade out of the fridge gatorade an old lady had a gatorade she in had there. a gatorade that's, that's what I, you know what that's that's where we're connected man and you gotta stay I hydrated thought like, the same thing <laughs> what's this old lady doing stocking gatorades in her fridge what flavor do you think it was oh this have is you, important first of all it doesn't matter because have you ever had gatorade of course it's delicious they're I all mean, the same does she i guess the f- first question i would have is does she have grandchildren oh that might be a good is she if she has grandchildren then gatorades and she has to have gatorade in her fridge um or she sucks as a grandma I mean, it's just... <laughs> and her kids make sure to tell her that too yeah <laughs> um fanta <laughs> oh dude don't you do- F- F- fanta? No, dude fanta or sun kissed do you guys know fanta's speaking of hitler earlier do you know fanta's is is hitler soda 
What? Do you guys That's why this? I don't what drink it. Mean? Like naturally, why right. it just so are they like imagine an all right company? Coca Cola. Yeah, they make all the syrup in Atlanta. Okay, ship it across the world for people to actually bottle. Like there's yeah. bottling facilities everywhere, but the syrup is made in Atlanta. I've I've been there to the right. Facility. You guys have done the tour. Yeah. Okay, so obviously during World War II in Germany, do you think that Coke was shipping Coke products to Germany at the time? Probably not. I would hope I, not. they didn't. Okay, good. And so, but the bottling facility in Germany that was Coca Cola was still in operation. There was people. They were still trying to keep it going. So they made Fanta. So they made Fanta, no. and all the Nazis drank it. Oh, and then no. after the war was over, they're like, "Man, this thing that you made while you were like, you know, kind of off." <laughs> you to did the some side, pretty shitty stuff, but this this, this is, is a, a pretty good soda. <laughs> and so Fanta then became a normal product for Coca Cola. I tell you what, we might just let you off the hook for this one. <laughs> you throw some girls in bikinis in a hip commercial. Fanta, Fanta, Fanta. Isn't that wild? Grape. Yeah. Yeah. Grape. Well, I wonder what the original was. It orange or grape? It don't matter. No, it was orange. Yeah. It was because, definitely it was orange. Okay. For sure it was. Because the argument is squashed when you find out that Sunkist makes both flavors as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think Sunkist is better too. Yeah. It's more, more crisp. That's a challenge right there. Hard lines. Yeah. So did you guys remember me saying that the Motel Six lady called the cops already? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where have they been? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> He's oh. already how many people has he kidnapped? I forgot and, about him already. And in bars and doors and in and out of restaurants and they're out looking for that damn goat selling so, on so, 965 hey but at least he's hydrated i mean he's searching water and he already got a soda and a gatorade in this caper yep you're so, right i mean so uh he le- up. he leaves the old woman's apartment to try and start her car cuz this story is still going ready he tries to start her car <laughs> but according to the old lady in her report there's a special way that you have to start her car when it's cold. You see, what what you got to do is you got to take that screwdriver, you stick it in the keyhole, and you bring it to about 2 o'clock, right? You put it at 2 o'clock, and you give it a good jiggle. You give it a jiggle, and then you push the, push the pedal, and it starts. That's the most old lady thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He He just didn't know how to start it right. He clearly doesn't know the special way to get it started. (laughs) So he fails again at stealing a car. This is number three attempt with some kidnapping mixed in and still can't get a car out of all this. Yep. So nicely enough, though, he tosses the keys back into the elder lady's house. (laughs) Here! Yeah. Take them back. She said he threw her keys back to her. Piece Um, of shit car. (laughs) And this is when he finally leaves the area. But... And he got away and is at large. Got, no. He got away temporarily. Okay. Okay. So later that evening, though, because obviously they have his description from like nine people at this point. He uh, done robbed everybody on this block, <laughs> so pick your witness. So they uh, officers eventually spot him in town and arrest him. How dumb is this guy? He's dumb. just hanging out in town but after this, just, just robbing wait, the four dumbness or five keeps, people? It keeps coming. So he was carrying $5,200 in cash. God bless. He and had... He, Looking for the good water. (laughs) How much does a good water cost? (laughs) He had a plane ticket back to Oregon, which is where he was from. He also told officers, this was his admittance, that he made $2,000 a day selling marijuana. Damn. That's where all his money came from. Wow. I thought you were about to say, like, heroin or something. I didn't think weed. I mean, first of all, when you get busted with a lot of money... The last thing you should tell the cops is, yeah, I totally sell a whole lot of illegal drugs to uh, get all this money. I spend it on good water. (laughs) 
I've so got to know what that means. I um, never know. He also told police that he was addicted to meth and he hadn't slept in five days. Wow. Well, that would lead him to the decision of telling him. Yeah. Telling oh, yeah. Him, by the way, all that money came from all the weed I just sold. Yeah. I'm, I'm more impressed with the story knowing that he's like sleep deprived this entire time. Oh, too. yeah. Five days shy. Just yeah. hallucinating. And I have shit meth. in 37, believe it or not. So uh, Renov later apologized. But he was—he said it like this: that uh, he, the only reason he did it was that people were chasing him, and uh, he had money, but just no one was willing to give them his their car. <laughs> he had money, but nobody was willing to let him like have his car for the money yet. Although there was no him offering at any point the <laughs> money that he had. I heard no negotiation in, in the, you know, the story that that's, you told. That's why he had to have the good water. It was a bartering tool. True. Maybe you have to have the good water as like a good faith yeah. you know like before you even enter a negotiation in mm. his world mm. but a fountain drink and some jimmy john's bread where's the good water <laughs> just, just a big loaf <laughs> a baguette if you will yeah if you en will francais three counts of aggravated robbery three counts of aggravated kidnapping first degree felonies and two counts of burglary and bail was one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Ten. so ten they got him with a little bit of all of it <laughs> get him man He's- this story is not so much about the guy who got arrested. It's more about the kids that can't distinguish stick between from metal <laughs> or a gun. Garrett, I'm with you, brother. Because the police report said a stick or metal-like object. Exactly. Yeah. And the people that got stuck up thought it was a gun. So here we are, three things that whatever he had, people think that it is. How was mm-hmm. he holding? Was he like doing the jacket thing, though? It had to like be. Inside the jacket? had to be inside, okay. hand inside the jacket like from a 50s movie. Right. Is, <laughs> Give me all your money, punk! He just got done watching uh, something like that, like uh, Goodfellas or something. He's like, yep. oh, yeah, I can do that. Yep. And a little dive bar. You know, <laughs> he's on one of those black and white TVs in the back. And he said, I'm going to go hold up a damn Jimmy Jones. Where he got his drug dealers, you know. You know how they have like those rooms in the back of a supermarket oh, yeah. where it's like knock on this door if you want the like for, fresh it, bread and then knock on this door if for you the want good the, water. the kilos of cocaine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Or the good water. You know. <laughs> the good water. Whatever I just want to I just, my favorite There's part. There's no way he meant actual H2O. No. I, I, surely to God not. But the fact that he just had kidnapped these three Jimmy John's employees with his fake gun and then leans over the back seat, turns around and looks at him and says, you guys know where the good water is? Like, I just. What about it how he's get got much one in his that. car and then he stops the car and says, hey, you two, get in here. <laughs> And they do. And they do, And yes. then he gets out, and they don't drive off. Like, they just get out I and know. run. That's like the people in a murder movie, you know, like one of those horror movies, Jason. Oh, Jason's going to come kill me, right? So they're, like, they a broken down car. So instead of running to the car, they run to the barn, right? Yeah. So, oh, the car's too far away, so let's go run to the barn. And then Jason's there in 30 seconds, and he kills all but one of them. What is it that, is it the fight or flight where they just, like, they just can't think afterward. Like the, they're making irrational decisions. It has to be. Instead of taking the car, they go to the barn, kind of thing. Well, it has to be. We well that Hollywood, but I mean, well, I think in, I think in real life, I in think the situation it has to be. of Jimmy John's, for you know, sure, he just wanted the good water. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to split this one into two. We'll have some fun since we do have decent at best here. I feel like we should ask them a few questions oh, and see what their answer could be. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. I have a few. I don't know if you got any. I've like, got a couple. I got a few. But we're going to have to put a pin in that for just a second. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this one. Stick around for the, our questions for the Decent Boys, and we're going to catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.